listening to CFRN, the Christian Financial Radio Network. Good afternoon, traders, and welcome back to the CFRN E-Mini Futures Cast. This is the daily broadcast of Indeterminate Length, where we discuss all things E-Mini, along with some really big ideas on the finer points of trading gold, bonds, crude, sugar, the euro. Joining us today, Mr. Michael Borg. From our trading desk in Chicago, Mr. Burton Schlichter. Now, to get things started, let's go to our host and founder in Studio A, overlooking South Mountain, America's largest city park. Here's Dwayne. Good afternoon. Welcome back. Today is Thursday, 9th day of December, 2021. Thanks so much for joining us. Whoever you are, wherever you are, we're just glad to have you right here, right now. If you happen to be listening to this broadcast after the fact as a podcast, I want to remind you that this is primarily a video experience. And so the best way that you can join the show each and every day live is to point your browser to our homepage at cfrn.net. On the right-hand side of the page, click the big microphone, follow the instructions, you'll be registered in about 30 seconds, and that will give you one-click access to the show each and every day. It also gives you access to the question box so that you can ask questions and participate in the discussion. Now, there are other ways to join the show. Uh, you can join us live on our YouTube channel youtube.com slash CFRN. Not only do we broadcast live there each and every day, but we archive every daily show. Currently, we have over 1,800 daily live broadcasts archived there for your educational and viewing pleasure. Now, if you are listening to this after the fact as a podcast, you could hit pause on your podcast player right now and just point your browser over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash CFRN. While you're there, be sure to smash that subscribe button and give us a like. And just click on today's broadcast. Again, today is the ninth day of December, 2021. And for you Alexa fans, if you missed the show live, you can always simply say, hey, the name Play E-Mini Daily Report, and she'll do it for you. True story. Okay, with all that out of the way, let's open with a word of prayer. Share scripture with you. Psalm 34.4 says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. As we approach this holiday season, Christmas, maybe you're worried that your Christmas party isn't going to be 
uh, as perfect as you wanted it to be or you know perhaps that Christmas sweater that you bought just to wear to the office party may maybe it's not the right color for you the enemy can fill our mind with so many different sometimes silly fears that it prevents us from focusing on what's really important now I suspect that I'm not the only one who worries sometimes about what others think I've always had a saying, what others think about me is none of my business, but I'm human. You may be worried about how your mother, your boss, or even your child's teacher views you. Maybe you're facing a challenge and feel worried that others might judge the way you're handling it. Maybe someone already made a comment to let you know they think that you are too much. Or maybe not enough so that verse today should serve as encouragement for you friend as you seek the Lord in prayer he will deliver you from your fears even those pesky fears about how people might judge you and here's the best part if you look to him he will make your face shine with his presence and you'll have nothing to be ashamed of, just like the scripture says. If you're facing challenges that make you worry about how others view you, may I encourage you to turn your eyes to Jesus. He will make you radiant as others see more of him in you. What if we make it our job to seek the Lord and look to him instead of spending our emotional and physical energy trying to please others. When we turn our eyes towards Jesus, rely on Jesus, and trust in Jesus, he transforms us. When we turn our focus to him on a daily basis, others will see a tiny bit more of him in us. So please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your blessings, your mercy, your grace. I know that I spend too much energy trying to please others when you are the one that I really want to please. Forgive me for letting the fear of man keep me from a wholehearted focus on you. You know my fears. I lift them up to you now and trust that you will deliver me. Father, give me the peace that surpasses all understanding as I turn my focus to you today. Help me to keep my eyes on you and you alone. Give me discernment to follow your guidance today in each challenge that I face. Lord, instead of making other people the center of my life, I want to make you the center. I need your grace to keep my gaze fixed on you. Lord, as I look to you, make me radiant with your presence fill me with your spirit so others can see a reflection of jesus in me when i speak or smile not so that they'll think i'm a good person but so they'll see that you are a good god bring glory to yourself through me father i thank you in advance for answering my prayer and delivering me from my worries about what others think. 
I trust that you will enable me to shine the light of Christ today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. All right, happy Thursday, guys. Uh, Thursday, always a big day. Used to be Dr. Tom Day. It always will be in my heart. But tonight we have our partner's workshop, 9 p.m. Eastern. So if you've been on the trial and you want to join the family, become a CFRN passport holder. If you take care of that today by going to eminifuturestrading.com, you'll be in that workshop with us tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. Let me give you the numbers from around the world. We'll start with the cash markets, the indices as they're called. Here in the U.S., the Dow is down 39 points. The NASDAQ is down 135 points. S&P 500 is down 17. And the Russell 2000 down 27. Early going, it looked like we might be trying to stage a rally, but my observation was that the markets were headed lower. We'll see how the day ends. In the commodity basket, crude oil down 75 cents, trading 71.61 last. That's a drop of 1%. Gold down $8.10, trading 17.77.40 last. Silver down 50 cents, trading 21.89 last. Now, that's a little over 2%. And if you trade silver futures, that's a drop of $2,500 per contract traded. Silver, you're breaking my heart. Asia. At the close, the Nikkei was down 135 points. The Shanghai gained 35, which for the Shanghai, that's almost 1%. And the Hang Seng added 257 points, which is a gain of a little over 1%. And in the European markets at the close, FTSE down 15, the DAX down 47, the CAC down 6. Some pretty quiet sideways trade. So that gives us a mixed day in Asia, a red day in the UK, and so far it is a big red radio Thursday here in the US of A. So with that, we'll go to Michael, get a recap of what happened this morning in the live training room, and then I'll come back and we'll take a look at the Logic 247 alerts, the concierge trade alerts, and at any point during the broadcast, if you have a question, simply type it into the question box. Don't be shy. Nobody sees what you type but us, but we're more than happy to answer any and all of your questions. Michael, I can see your screens, so it is all yours. Okay, thank you. Um, hang on, I gotta write this down. Okay, here we go. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is Thursday. Uh, a reminder, partners meeting tonight is Thursday, um, the ninth day of December 2021. Now, if you've not taken a free trial with us and you want to, then go here to the homepage at eminitrainingschool.com. And on this page, all that we ask for is your first name, your email, and your phone number. You can tell us the biggest training channel, so we can tell a one-on-one training just for you. Hit the send button to be sent a confirmation link. 
you must click on the confirmation link. Okay, if you don't click that link, we don't know that you took the free trial. So you can make sure you click on that. All right, recaps. Now, there was no way of getting the same result we had yesterday, getting the average to stay at $1,000 a day for the month. Um, today, if you're going to read the spreadsheet, you got to read all the CFTC risk disclosures down at the bottom. Today, as I said, is the ninth day of December uh, 2021. We're almost through with 2021 already. Um, so we made one tick in crude, 51 ticks in gold, and we lost four on the ES. It put us at plus 470 on the morning session. Today, it took roughly 10 minutes. I'm not exactly sure how long it took, but pretty much 10 minutes. And one trade to get to $390 per contract. So we definitely got our goal for the day. And we took a total of only 14 trades this morning. I'll explain all that in just a minute. But on the month, we're at $6,470 um, per contract. And that's over seven trading days, now averaging $924 per contract per two-hour trading day. We've now gone 233 out of 236 days getting our goal, and that puts us at $138,545 on the year so far. So we're 236 days, averaging 585 per contract per two-hour trading day. All right, that is one contract, two hours per day. Now, if you were to quit trading when you got the goal for the day, and you added one contract per month, so far on the year, you would have worked 62 hours and you would have averaged $2,961 per hour on the year. Now, at the beginning of next year, I'll probably keep two sets of numbers. One will be the new set starting at the beginning of the year with one contract, and one will be the continuation of this set until this gets out to 20. Okay, that's what I'm thinking I'm going to do. I don't know, I gotta think about it. It'll be a mess to keep track of, but, but I think we can do it. Um, you know, because I wanna see if you just had one contract per month starting at the beginning of the year, what it ends up, what it ends up being like at the end of the year. But I also wanna see if you just followed the 2420 blueprint and added one contract per month, what it looks like when you get to 20 contracts. And we can go even deeper into that at some point and see what if we did add one contract per the plan at $2,000 per contract and see how that would have panned out in here, okay? I know we'd be at more than 12 contracts right now, probably like 15 or 16 or 18 or something like that. Um, that one that one month, this one here in March last year, we were up 21,000 per contract. That would have been a big adding month. So the rest of the year would have been a lot faster because of that. But I digress. Um, if you have, I already went through the, well, if you have not taken a free trial thing. Okay, so here, let me start out with uh, the ES. We only had a few trades on the ES today. And we ended up negative. Our first trade was right here. Now I should have gotten my stop to break even on this one, but I didn't, and it stopped me out. Minus eight takes. And then it went down and did everything that I thought it was gonna do. Again and again, <laughs> again, again, and again, and again. And then it turned around and it started going up and I had a break even trade right here. I should have had profit on that, but I didn't move fast enough. That would have gotten me at least positive on the morning and I should have had profit on this too, but I got my stop to break even just in time to get out of it. And that looks like it probably would have come pretty close to stopping me out to the tick as well. And then it went up here to this level and this level got started way over here. And then we hit it there. And we hit it again there. 
And we hit it one more time over here. Now what this level here is, is the BBC on the 30 minute. Okay. The BBC on the 30 minute. We hit it there. We hit it there, there, and there. And it looks like it's coming back to hit it one more time. Um, after we hit it all those times, we had another opportunity here on the short side, and I got four ticks profit on that one. It turned around and it ran up right here. Now I missed this whole part right here, and I was looking at it during this. It was starting to set up a head and shoulder and looking like it was going to go down. Now it was looking like it right over here at the bottom of at the bottom of the hour, at the bottom of this hour is what it was looking like. So it was all the way up here at that point, at the bottom of that hour. And the beginning of the half an hour candle that was the last hour was this one. And I said, I think it's going to go down to the BBC, but it went all the way down to the MA1 and it found some support there. So it's just bouncing around in between these woo spots right here. Um, right now it's at the MA1 and it's got the BBC right up above it. It's probably going to try to work its way up to the BBC. And then it's really going to have to make up its mind because on the larger time frame. This is what you're looking at. Okay. Well, I say the larger time frame. Um, the bigger picture of this time frame. Now, the bottom of this looks like this right now. Okay. So that's what you're looking at. And it's kind of messing around inside here. And that's what's making these two lines here converge, the black step line being right in the middle. These are all going to come to a point right over here somewhere, and it's going to make a big move up or down. I'm thinking it's going to make a big move up, but if you look at the daily chart, look at that. Dwayne's going to go over this with you in a few minutes, but if you look at the daily chart, um, the BBC on the daily chart is all the way down here at 46.33. Okay, so if we go back here, come on, let me go back here on our 30 minute. 46.33 is all the way down here. So that will throw things way off if we're going all the way down to the BBC on a daily chart. Okay, just something to look forward to in the future. Now we ended up with uh, minus four ticks on the ES. Okay, so all that to get to crude oil. Crude oil. Yeah, I guess we started out with the ES today, didn't we? Okay, so I'll do crude right now and then we'll get to gold. Um, the crude going to the larger time frame again. It was a lot of bouncing around in between here. I believe I said at the end of the at the end of the morning session that we we're going to look for crude. We bounced off the BBC and we we're looking for crude to get down to the MA1. We did get down to the MA1 at that candle, then it just broke through the MA1, and now it's got. It's actually this spot from right here where it broke down below the MA1 down to right here is a woo but we've gone halfway through it right now. So it's not uncommon for it to go halfway back up, hit halfway and then move back up. So right now it's back up at the MA1 and I would anticipate it dropping down to 7086. Now, I don't know, I can't see anything to give support to that argument at this point, um, but on a larger time frame, that's what I'm thinking. Back here in my world though, all I care about is the next few minutes. Um, our first trade here on crude, we stopped out. We were minus eight right there. Then we had a break even, and then we stopped out again. We were minus 16. Now I should have taken a long trade right in here. Yeah, right in here, I should have taken a long trade. Um, we did have, um, sorry, elbow. We did have right in here where I lost internet. 
Okay, so I lost the internet in here, so I didn't get any of these trades, but there was a shorting opportunity right there where I could have gotten the goal for the day. I think Valerie put that one on when she took over for me. Then I got it back and I stopped out, and then I stopped out again. And then I had to get back to back to positive anyway. So I took this trade right here. We picked up, I think, seven ticks on that to get us to a minus nine. Then we picked up um, seven more ticks to get us to minus two. It looks like uh, I I picked up something there that I didn't keep track of, but I picked up seven more ticks over here to get us to minus two. Then I had a break even. No, I guess no, I guess I didn't. I guess this was a seven more ticks right here. That got us to minus two, and then I picked up three ticks here to get us to minus to plus one. Then we had a break even right here. Um, at the end of the session, like I said, I was looking here at eleven thirty two. It was getting pretty choppy, but it was looking like it was going to drop down to the MA one on the 30 minute and the MA1 was down here at 71.50. So at the end of the morning session, we were right in here and 71.50 is where it was looking to get to. And you can see it got well below 71.50. This is where the MA1 was right here. So it took a half an hour, hit the MA1 and then it went right through it. Um, there were some decent trades here, uh, up and down. There's one right here for the short, one right here for the long. Um, yeah, this stuff here, it was moving around without giving much. There was one right here for this short, one right here for that short, and one right here for a stop out. Um, that was crude oil. Now gold, gold is my little mystery today. This was the trade that I put on this morning. Now, I actually took a screenshot of it from my end when I lost the internet this morning. This is what it looked like from my end, but I had put the trade on and the trade triggered and that was up, not up there, it was up here at uh, 81.6. That's what that is right there. And you see my stop was set right there. I didn't have a target on the trade. And it all happened and I knew I was gonna have to restart my router. So I texted Bert to see what was going on with gold. And he said it was all the way down here in 1778. So I was, I was pretty relieved to hear that because I knew I was still in the trade and I knew I had my stop on. But then when, when everything came back on, I brought it all back and I was showing it to everybody. Um, I was still live in the trade. My stop was still up here originally, but I trailed my stop to plus 20 ticks and I trailed it to plus 30 ticks and then I trailed it to almost 40 ticks. Um, but that was my first trade. Okay, I said roughly 10 minutes. It was just about 10 minutes it took to get out of the trade um, you know, and reset my router, get in the trade, reset my router. I was in it within the first minute and then I had a break even there. And then I had right in here, went from 39 to 49. So I had a plus 10. Then I had a plus two to get me to 51. And a break even. It looks like I made a little something there that I didn't keep track of and another break even. And then let's see, I was looking here on the 30 minute. I believe I was looking for gold on this candle because this candle began up here at the BBC and I was looking for that to drop down to the MA1. I'm pretty sure that's how I said it in the morning session. At the end of the session, look for it to drop down to the MA1. And that's where it, that's where it's at right now. Okay, and that's what happened during the morning session. We had the highest probability trade right here that I missed, right here at 11.19. And then right here at 11.30, it dropped the rest of the way down to the MA1 right there. Um, and it hasn't really done anything since. It's just kind of stuck here. Okay, so that was my day with gold. Now let's go back 
here to the spreadsheet. Okay, so if you're going to read it, the spreadsheet, you got to read all the CFTC risk disclosures down at the bottom. Today is the 9th day of December 2021. We made one tick in crude, 51 in gold, and we lost four on the ES. Put us at plus 470 on the morning session. Today, it took 10 minutes in one trade to get to the goal for the day. At that point, we're up $390 contract, and we took a total of 14 trades. So on the month now, we're at $6,470 a contract. It's over 17 trading days, averaging $924 per contract per two-hour trading day. On the year, we are now at 233 out of 236 possible days of getting the goal. And that puts us at $138,545 a contract. So we're 236 days, averaging $587 per contract for a two-hour trading day. Okay. Um, if you have not taken a free trial and you want to, go here to eminitrainingschool.com on this page. All that we ask for is your name, your email, and your phone number. You can tell us the biggest trading channel, so we can tailor one-on-one training just for you. Hit that send button, you'll be sent to confirmation link. You must click on the confirmation link, okay? If you don't click the link, we don't know that you took the free trial, so make sure you click on that link, all right? All right, that's it, guys. With that, we can pass it back out to fabulous Phoenix, Arizona, and Studio A overlooking South Mountain, America's largest city park. Dwayne, if you are ready this juncture. Okay, perhaps Dwayne is not ready yet. All right, well, okay. Okay, so let's go back here and look at what's going on. Now, I said, if we crunch this up, you can see how we're in, we're in this triangle right here. And right here, we're bouncing back and forth in between the MA1 and the BBC and in between Wu areas. Now this one, I put the Wu area in and I originally only put it down to right here. All right, so it pretty much hit the whole Wu area this morning already, the one that I originally put in. But when I looked back, I extended it down to the bottom of this Wu area or the middle of this Wu area right here. Okay, I wanted to go down to the bottom of this. And then this one goes down to here. So you could extend it all the way down to there, but I was trying to be a little bit conservative and put it down to here. Um, originally, I hadn't had it that far. I only had it down to here, right? but I extended it this morning when I looked back a little further. Um, but it's possible. Now, this is just the bigger picture stuff right here, but you see this huge candle right here? If you look at this leg, I'm gonna do it with these things, right? So I don't have to actually guess this leg, the 50% mark of that leg is right here at the bottom of that woo spot. And it's where I extended this one to at one point this morning. We can see the 32 or 38%, whatever it is, they hit that one to the tick on this leg right here. So I would expect it's going to go down to the 50% mark right here. And then maybe make a move up or maybe do a full 100% retracement of that thing. And if it does do that, that should coincide with, um, well, it should coincide with gold making a move in the opposite direction, okay? But we really don't have all that much to go on here with the gold. Um, but that's, you know, if it happens. And, you know, again, I said what Dwayne was looking for it to drop down to was 46.30, right? The daily on the, the BBC on the daily. 
and where does that fall within those fibs that I drew? It's right here at 46. Right now it's at 46.35, right, right in that area. When you go back here to the 30 minute, that 46.35 is way down here. It's just a little bit beyond the 100% retracement of this of this move right here. And by the time it gets down there, that will show like just 100% because the BBC is going to be moving up on that other one you know, by tomorrow. That BBC is going to bump up and it'll probably bump up to here. So it'd be exactly 100% if it's going to go down and hit it on a larger time frame. Now, I don't know what it's going to do. I'm hoping it's going to break out of the top of this and not the bottom, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Right. I'm ready. All right. All right. I'm ready to pass it back. There you go. And okay. there we go. All go. right. Recap of the recap. And today it took roughly 10 minutes and one trade to get to $390 a contract. Good job. Thank you. And one headline, no two headlines. This one is pretty scary. You can play video games in a Tesla while driving. Tesla owners can use their vehicle screen to play video games even while the car is in motion. Yeah. And there's a pitch for a casino in New York featuring a crypto trading floor and a flying car landing pad. A Las Vegas seasoned asset manager is looking to launch a massive crypto-friendly casino and hopes to make it the biggest crypto trading floor in the world. You should Google it. <laughs> Apparently, there's an opportunity for the public to invest in this $3 billion proposal. So, with that out of the way, Michael just gave you a recap of what happened in the last two hours in our live training room this morning from 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Eastern. And here's what's happened all week in Logic 247. Logic 247 is our 24-7 around-the-clock e-mini alert service. The alert channel opens for business Sunday night at 6 p.m. Eastern and stays open until Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern when the global futures markets close. Since Sunday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, we've issued a total of 61 alerts, six never triggered, still waiting on the outcome of three, so we've had 52 actionable alerts, of which five or 10% would have been stopped out based on not risking more than $300 per contract per trade, less when possible, based on market structure and a very simple three-step process that we teach all of our traders. Now, along with Logic 247, we still have our original alert service, the concierge trade alerts. Now, unlike Logic, which comes out around the clock, could be 2 a.m., 2 p.m., whenever opportunity presents itself, because remember, the global futures markets are open around the clock, except for a one-hour break each day from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Today is the Thursday session, and it will end at 5 p.m. Eastern, and tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern, it will become the Friday session, even though it's still Thursday night in the U.S. So last night, 
<coughs> I got the report posted at 6.10 p.m. Eastern. When the report posts, you should make note of wherever price is for the markets that you trade. Because from that point forward, if price starts trending up towards 47.19, that's bullish. So our strategy will be looking for opportunities to get long the market. If price starts trending down towards 46.87, then our strategy, that's bearish, of course, so our strategy will look for opportunities to be short the market. You will use Logic 247 and everything you learn every day in the live training room to yourself find opportunities to be long or short, simply trading what's in front of you. When we go to my charts, you'll see I've drawn a line in the sand here, and a line in the sand here. Uh, the S&P was pretty quiet, pretty flat overnight. So it probably won't take too long to show it all to you, but let's go ahead and get started. If you want to grab a screenshot, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So we'll start out as we do with the daily chart of the S&P 500 E-mini futures. Now, I've already refreshed mine today, but at the beginning of each new session, you should go to your daily chart, switch it to any other time frame, and then come back to daily. Somehow, when the new session starts, sometimes the indicators get a little kinked up. Now, I know Michael was talking about this a little earlier, but we had a doji yesterday, okay? Now, we were expecting resistance based off this swing high right here. And then the following day, we put in a lower high. And you can see where we found resistance, right at the area we were anticipating. We drew this before price got there, okay? And then we put in a little window of opportunity to the downside. It's now filled twice. Now, you see these highs? On the way up, they were potential resistance, but on the way down, they're potential support. So, this previous high became our resistance, and these previous highs have become our support. We need to break this level. We need to take out the low of yesterday. We need to really trade about 46.57. Then we can take that joyride Michael was talking about down to the daily BBC, which looks to be about, well, it's showing uh, a step line at 46.41, but the BBC is a little below at about 46.35. So that could become a very, very nice trade, but got to take out today's low, got to take out yesterday's low. Today is an inside day, okay? Now the indicators that you see on my chart one is called the cfma one i refer to it as blue and climbing red and falling one is bullish and or support the other is resistance okay or bearish now if we come back to the bbc the question then becomes do we bounce and attempt to take out this high, this high, and then the all-time historic high, or do we fall through the BBC after a bounce 
because we've already bounced once off the 38% fib we've bounced twice off the 50% fib we haven't made it to the 62% fib retracement yet and we may not because if this pullback holds then that's probably the beginning of the Santa Claus rally that you've heard so much about so two very small candles here that tells us that traders are cautious I mean look at the wide range of this day and this day and this day and all these days and look at these two little bitty guys okay uh, this is not a forecast but an observation I think we're going to see lower prices on the daily chart before we see higher prices but again that's just an observation okay on the S&P I drew my line in the sand at 47.19 and it never got touched the vertical line you see on the chart separates today Thursday from yesterday Wednesday and the short CTA was 46.87 which did trigger okay on the first trigger from 46.87 we dropped down to a low uh, 46.79 and a quarter let's just call it 46.80 to make the mempel, to make the math simple Mempel, okay it's easy for you to say let's call it seven points fifty dollars a point four hundred and fifty dollars wait a minute three hundred and fifty dollars per contract traded and then we got back above the trigger triggered again and basically dropped another three hundred and fifty dollars per contract traded then we got back above the trigger but here things changed you see on a short you want red and falling when this changed to blue and climbing then that means we're shorting into potential support and as you can see blue and climbing has been exactly that it has been support it has walked us back up to the BVC uh, we're actually slightly above the BVC right now which means one of two things we're going to trigger again on the short side or we're going to get an opportunity to trade this window of opportunity on the long side here and again here that high should be a little lower and that should be a little lower And it could all turn into one trade if there's enough momentum okay two separate windows of opportunity now I want to talk to you about something real quick I know that most of you I think tend to trade the ES for whatever the reason maybe just because you heard that's what all the cool kids trade I don't know and some of you dabble in other markets okay some of you flat-out trade other markets here's the thing here's a trap that traders fall into and trust me I speak from much experience okay let's say you've been trading the ES and you're doing real good and you decide that 
you see a setup in another market meets all the criteria you take the trade and lo and behold you get your clock cleaned mm -hmm. okay now there's something inside our little rat brains that makes us let's say we were trading the yes we saw a setup in the dow so we took the dow trade and because we were unprofitable in our dow trade instead of just going back to trading the es where we've been doing just fine or gold or crude whatever your chosen market is no 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 it's it's like some kind of grudge match we want to make that money back that the dow took from us it didn't take anything from you it's just an unprofitable trade so while you're super focused on trying to get that money back which is not a good way of thinking from the dow you're missing all the beautiful trades that are happening in the s p or the russell or the nq or crude or gold so just just a word of caution okay don't ever let it become personal okay if you have an unprofitable trade in one market you don't have to make that money back in that particular market money's money okay at the end of the day the pnl is the pnl so trade where there's opportunity trade where you're comfortable and that's enough preaching for now okay so we had one and a two and a three yeah here's my point once an alert triggers there's a greater probability of it triggering multiple times than not triggering multiple times in other words once it triggers you should expect it to trigger again and again and again but that little spot of blue there might have kept you out of the trade in fact the guidelines say it should keep you out of the trade the long triggers way up at 47.19 so moving on to the dow no trigger on the long side on the short side we had a couple triggers the CTA on the short side was 35.675. The first swing low took us down to 57. 35.657. So that's just shy of 20 points, just shy of $100 per contract traded. Then we get back above the trigger, trigger again, and this time. We drop to 35.6, we'll call it 35 to make the math simple. That's 40 points, $5 a point, $200 per contract traded. Then price got back above the trigger, ran into red and falling. What a beautiful thing. And the market dropped to, we'll call that 35.600. That's 75 points at $5 a point. Then we pulled back up to the trigger and we I, you can't see it but you see the high of that that candle 678 it went three points above the trigger so that's an official re-trigger and this time it takes us down to 567 which 
is 100 points, over 100 points, $5 a point, $500 per contract traded. Now we got blue and climbing in the picture, so we're not thinking about being short the market anymore. We've got a bullish cross. This resistance is creating a little bit of a challenge. Then you've got up at 35,800 potential resistance. So if we take out the high of this candle at 35,780, then there's a 20 point trade up to 35,800. And then the weekly zone is at 35,820. And then the CTA long is up at 3585. Okay. Next the Russell. The Russell. Just like the other indices, nothing on the long side. All right, so the short CTA was 22.41, and we dropped to 38.30. So it was good for two points, $100 per contract traded. Then we get back above the trigger. We drop again, and from 41, we drop to 36.20. So we'll call it 37 to make the math easy. That's four points. $50 a point, $200 per contract traded. We still have red and falling. We could still get another trigger. Looks like price is trying to rally up to the BBC, which we expect to be good resistance. Oh, when I was on the daily chart, I was telling you about red and falling and blue and climbing. The CFMA1 is the official name. The green lines called the BBC. Stands for bull bear cross. When price crosses above that green line, like it did here, we're bullish and we anticipate higher prices. The pullback holds more often than it doesn't. It held and it held and it held. Then we got some really, uh, this was a great market to stay out of for the most part yesterday. Okay, so now we get a bearish cross. Okay, so we're below the BBC, now we're bearish. Now we're looking for opportunities to be short the market. So we get below the BBC, we pull back up to the BBC, which we expect to be, just as we expect this to be support, we expect that to be resistance, we expect that to be resistance, and it's taken us right down to our CTA. Now that we've triggered the CTA, had a decent trade, price may bounce back up to the BBC, and the WTZ. That would be what we call potential resistance times two. Because when price rallies up to a zone, we expect that to be resistance until proven otherwise. And when price rallies up to the BBC, we expect that to be resistance till proven otherwise. So that's resistance times two. On to the NQ.
Looks like we had some two-sided action on the NQ. Okay. And okay. Now this number is 16403. Man, I have had more spam calls today than ever, I think. I got on somebody's list. Here, let me clean this up. Okay. All right. And this was sixteen three fourteen. Not point five. Okay, so what happened? Vertical line, there's the open last night. We triggered 16.403, and we made a run up to 4.20. That's 17 points at $20 a point, $340 per contract traded. Okay, then price came back down to the BVC, spent a lot of time consolidating. We did not trigger on this move. We got a bearish cross that took us down to the weekly trading zone. We did trigger the short side on the CTA, 16.314. First trigger took us to 304. That's 10 points, $20 a point, $200 per contract traded. Then price got back above the CTA and dropped again. This time it dropped to 16. We'll call it 303 to be conservative. So from 14 to 303, it's 11 points, $20 a point, $220 per contract traded. And then we get back above and we do this long trigger here, which takes us from 03 up to 14, uh, <coughs> which is 11 at $20 a point, $220 per contract traded. And then we come back down. Now, this is a beautiful trigger, but you got this little flash of blue, so maybe you didn't take that one. But this one, what a beauty. We pull right up to this resistance times two. We pull up to the BBC. We pull up to the weekly trading zone. We expect both of those individually. We expect those to be resistance. Together, it's resistance times two. That sent us back down through the trigger with red and falling. That's the way we like it. And that put in a swing low. At 16.2350, we call it 16.263. Is that right? Hang on. Let's call it 16.264. So 3.14 minus 2.64. 3.14. That's 50 points, $20 a point, that's $1,000 per contract traded, and look what price is doing, 
it looks like it's trying to get back to the BBC. If it's resistance as it was here and as it was here, that will give us another trigger on the downside. Okay, price moves up, hits the BBC, maybe even spikes up to the zone. Resistance kicks in, down we come for another short trigger at the CTA, 16314. Okay, so we covered the S&P, the Dow, Russell and the NQ. Let's go to crude oil. Okay, we had two-sided action on crude. 73.10 was the long side on crude. And the market ran up to 73.34. That's $240 per contract traded. And then there was just rejection here. Then we caught a bearish cross. That bearish cross is a heads up that, hey, we may get a short trigger on our CTA. And we did. 72.05. Ah, uh, the first drop took us to 71.90. Ah, uh, that's $150 per contract traded. Then we got back above the trigger, dropped again. This time we dropped down to 71.84. Let's call it 85. So that's $200 per contract traded. Back above the trigger, down again this time. Put in a low 71.72. Let's call it 75. So that's 25, that's 30, that's $300 per contract traded. But actually, this one continued down. It never did go back and trigger again. It just kept going. So really, uh, what the market handed us was a low at 71.30. So that's $750 per contract traded. Price was not able to get back above the trigger here because it ran into the BBC, which we expect to be good resistance until proven otherwise. And as you can see, it was exactly that good resistance. Now, we've gone from blue and sideways back to red and falling. If we take out the low of this candle, and we still got, got this low, right? Now the zone is 70.50 slash 55. So allow me to suggest 70.85 to 70.55. 70.85, in fact, hang on. Alert number 9,100. 15 GCLF 22 I want to be a seller at 7085 Initial target is 70 75 And then the weekly trading zone is at 70, 50, slash 70, 55. Okay, so that's in the channel. 
I'm going to put it in the other channel. Okay. And this is what it looks like when it's in the channel. Crude oil, alert number 9,115 over the last 175 weeks. Consider being short, 70.85. Initial target, 70.75. Final trade to target on every short trade is always the weekly trading zone below. And on every long trade, the final trade to target is always the weekly trading zone above. Okay, so that's the deal on crude. Now let's go to gold. No trigger on the long side, but a trigger on the short side. Let's get this arrow out of the way. Okay. So the trigger was 1783. Uh, and the first drop took us to 82 half. So 50 bucks per contract traded. Then we triggered again. And we dropped to 81.60. So $140 per contract traded. Then we got back above the trigger. And this time we made it all the way to the target. Remember on a short, the final trade to target is the weekly zone below. So from 1783 to 1780, even though it went further, you know, the published target was 1780. So $300 per contract traded. Price then got back above the trigger and delivered another $300 per contract trade. And price wasn't able to get back above the trigger here because it ran into the BBC, which we expect to be resistance until proven otherwise when approached from below. So what's next for gold? Well, we got some support showing here. But 177. What's the low of this candle? 77 on the nose. So, 77 to 76, that's cutting it a little close for me. And then all of this is potential support. So, and the zone is 72 slash 73. So, yeah. What's this low? Yeah, 74 to 73 is a possibility. Yeah, I just don't like this, you know. There's no reason to trade something that you have second. If something gives you second thoughts or you have misgivings, you just move on. Wait for the one that's simple and obvious, as Bert says. Okay. Last market, silver. No trigger on the long side, but boy, did we get a trigger on the short side. Now remember, a $1 move in silver, if you're trading futures, is worth five grand. If it goes from $22 to $23, it's a $5,000 move. 
a $1 move, a $1 change in the price of silver. There's 100 pennies and a dollar. So the short was 22.36 and we dropped to 22.34. So two pennies, 100 bucks. Then we get back above the trigger, drop again from 22.36. We drop to 22.26. Okay, so that's a dime. So if 100 pennies is five grand, then a dime is $500 per contract traded. And then unfortunately, we never did get back above the trigger. But look how price fell and found support right at the weekly zone, okay? Look how we consolidated at the zone. And then we, we could call this a slice, I guess. Only three things happen at a weekly trading zone. The most likely thing is consolidation. Second most likely is rejection. Third and least likely is the slice. And when you get a slice, when that move runs out of steam, price will typically retrace back to the zone it sliced through and then continue in the direction of the slice. And when price drops to a zone, we expect it to be support. Now these weekly trading zones, We've published them since December 14th of 2009. They go out to our members Monday morning at 6.15 a.m. Eastern. This gives our traders time to get them on their charts before Wall Street even wakes up for the week. However, you want to hang on to the previous week's zones until it becomes evident that the new zones have taken over for whatever market it is that you trade or markets that you trade in. Once you learn our methodology and our strategy, you'll learn that you can just float from market to market to market wherever the opportunity is because price flows the same on all markets and all time frames. It could be a one-minute crude chart or a monthly S&P chart. Price is going to flow from support to resistance back to support back to resistance over and over again and again. It's a never ending cycle. Now we're not psychic. We don't have crystal balls. We don't know what's going to happen next, but our strategy and our indicators tell us what the next high probability move is. So with that information, we're able to determine what our next trade setup will be. And then we patiently wait for it to come together. What's most likely to happen here with blue and climbing in the picture? Probably a little pop up to the BBC, which would be a counter trend trade. We would expect to find resistance there at the BBC. Then we would have a tradable leg to the downside. Okay. Now, as mentioned, tonight is our members only workshop when you take the trial you get the free tree you get the full treatment we treat you just like a lifetime member for a week with the exception of the members only meeting that's when you have to make a decision okay you're either going to be in this group or this group ultimately i wish i could tell you that by becoming a passport holder it would guarantee you to become the one out of 10, but I can't tell you that because that would be a lie. I know that other places lie to you and don't think twice about it, but we don't. 
okay? We're very transparent in everything that we do. I can't say this wholeheartedly, that if you become a passport holder, we will teach you everything that we understand about trading. We'll guide you, we'll direct you, you'll have live training every day, you'll have access to unlimited one-on-one -on -one private mentoring, You'll own our indicator set for life. You'll get all the alerts, the logic, the concierge. And that at least gives you a shot at becoming the one out of ten. Now, I didn't make these numbers up. Futures Magazine published this article, and no one's ever disputed it. And they published this back in 2006. In fact, many people say the, statistic, the statistics are even worse. So why do so many new traders fail? I mean, 9 out of 10, that's huge. Well, I set about trying to connect the dots and figure it all out. And it became obvious, no teacher. People were trying to learn how to trade from some grumpy guru in some trading room who would never admit when he made a mistake or he wouldn't show you his charts or whatever, you know. Or they were just trying to learn from a book or, or learning from a video series. You need an interactive environment to learn how to trade. You need someone showing you how to trade by putting on and taking off trades right in front of you while you're watching and trading along in your simulator until you qualify to go live, okay? And every time, whether it's Michael or Valerie running the room, when they put on a trade, they explain every move they make, every trade they take. They tell you why it's a trade, they show you why it's a trade, they take the trade, and then it either gets stopped out or it's profitable. It's a business based on probabilities. Until you wrap your brain around that, the chance of you succeeding as a trader is very slim. So, if you want to become a part of the family, and family is for life. The passport is a lifetime all-access pass to everything we do, everything we've ever done, and all the stuff we're getting ready to do. You get your passport by going here to eminifuturestrading.com. If you have questions, or if you would like to inquire about any holiday specials, Call Valerie at 949-42-E-MINI or send an email to support at cfrn.net. Okay, it's time now for our good word for the day. Yesterday, we talked about the child that needs you most. Today, we'll talk about peace in spite of the circumstances, whatever they are. Imagine, imagine that, being able to have peace in the midst of the storm. When we become believers, Christians, as we're called, it doesn't mean there will be no storms in our life. It just simply means that we can have peace amidst the storm. In John 14, 27, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled 
and do not be afraid. God rarely sends us into situations where our comfort level is high. Indeed, he promises to be with us in spite of our fear. It's God's presence, not comfortable circumstances, that strengthens our faith and brings out the best in us. Most of us began our relationship with God when we had reached the end of ourself. Now, some of you may have been born in a Christian home, been a Christian all your life, but some of us, I was raised in a Christian home, right? I was raised up in the way that I should go, and, and I went buck wild for a couple decades until I finally returned to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and my grandmother. And I'm so glad that as a child, she kept putting those seeds of love in me, believing in me, telling me that I was good. You gotta be careful what you say to children. You don't, sometimes we don't know how, our, how impressive our words are when we speak to a child. When's the last, I don't care what their age is, when's the last time you looked at your son or daughter in the eye and said, I'm proud of you. If, it's, if you can't remember the last time you said it, it's time to say it. God told Abraham to leave a wealthy, well-known family and go to a land he didn't know. He explained that Abraham would give birth to a new nation that would bless the world. So Abraham went and a nation was born. God then told Moses to confront Pharaoh, the most powerful man on earth, and that God himself would use Moses to deliver his people. Moses confronted and God delivered. God told Joshua that if he'd be strong and courageous when everybody wanted to stay where they were, God would go with them and give them the land. Remember, they've been wandering in the desert for a, a minute. Joshua was strong and courageous, and God himself went with them and gave them the land. Over and over, we see this pattern repeated in Scripture. David faced the giant Goliath. Elijah faced the prophets of Baal. Daniel faced a den of lions. And every time, there was God in the midst of their fear. And lest you think these stories of courage are all in the past, historian Everett Ferguson calculates that more Christians have been killed for their faith in the past 50 years than in the first 300 years of the church's existence. That's worth repeating. Historian Everett Ferguson calculates that more Christians have been killed for their faith in the past 50 years than in the first 300 years of the church's existence. So here's Jesus' word to you when somebody doesn't like you, 
or you get a bad review at work, or you face illness, or the economy dips, and your retirement fund takes a 50% hit. Jesus' words, remember them. My peace I give you. Friend, you can have peace amidst the storm. And that's our good word for the day. Thanks so much for tuning in. Whoever you are, wherever you are, may God continue to richly bless you with his mercy and with his grace. And I'll see you at the bell. Remember this, there is no greater return on investment than to see a human life changed and given hope. As always, pray hard and trade safe. Any financial information discussed on this show is simply the opinion of our host, Dwayne Reeves, his co-hosts, and guests. To learn more about trading e-mini futures or to take a one-week free trial in our live trading room, call 1-866-928-3310. 866-928-3310. Information discussed on this radio program should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. Always do your own due diligence and consult with a licensed securities broker or financial planner before making any investment decision. 